0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hi, it's Doc Thompson to tell you about a wonderful book available in paperback and in stores for the first time, The List by legendary best-selling author J.A. Conrad. It plunges you into a twisted conspiracy that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. Ten strangers, each with a mysterious tattoo, a top-secret past, and connections to a famous historical figure. But that's not all they have in common. They're being hunted. Grab your copy of The List by J.A. Conrath at a local Walmart or bookseller. Visit jaconrath.com for more info.
1: I know, I know, I know, I know. You guys don't want to talk about Bill Clinton. I know. But there are a lot of different facets to this story. Jason was just talking about uh, the WAPO fact check. And just really, really quickly, I do want to have him point out the uh, you know he's he mentioned that he had a sexual harassment policy which, so he's clear guys because he had a policy which, right?
2: which was more probably like actually sexually har- he was pro-sexual right. you know <laughs> harassing
1: he had a policy sexually? of harassing as often
2: <laughs> as possible <laughs> but it's funny like his his he's going right back to his talking points from the uh, late 1990s in mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and his lawsuit and this is all pointed out in the Washington Post article but Uh, Paula Jones did a lawsuit against Clinton in 98 during the deposition. uh, This was a really quick question answer period. The question was, is this a copy of the sexual harassment policy that you signed when you were the governor of the state of Arkansas? Now, this is the person asking the question is Paula Jones's attorney. And then Bill goes, it is. I signed it in 87. I'm fairly sure that I was uh, that I was. We were the first or the one, the very first states to actually have a clearly defined sexual harassment policy. Now, that's interesting because at the time, the federal government had already initiated a sexual harassment policy mm-hmm. in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, uh, government offices were instructed to start implementing them. Now, <laughs> Paula Jones's attorney jumped right on that and goes, Mr. President, the criteria there under Roman numeral three were actually federal guidelines that you were adopting as the policy in the state. Is that correct? <laughs> the answer is just straight up three letters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, that's correct. I, I wish I could Got hear there. that. That reads kind of like a sick burn. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that yeah, was a yeah. longer sick burn. Just,
1: do you, can can you uh, picture him just looking down in his lap, <laughs> yeah. really dejected, just like
2: <laughs> yes. The only thing missing was like crap. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So in other words, yeah, all he did was do as he was ordered and implemented the policy that everyone else was told to do. Yeah, what he a didn't hero. come up with some revolutionary sexual harassment policy.
1: What a hero. <laughs> uh, his buddy. Well, I don't know if they're friends, but Democrat uh, California representative Eric Swalwell. He was asked about uh, Gillibrand. She kind of reflected that in hindsight, Clinton should have resigned after after that scandal it was just kind of a reflection of the me too movement that's going on right now and she's like you know he really should have resigned after the scandal oh my um God. yeah and so but uh swabo had some comments on that if we could play that your democratic colleague senator Chris, kirsten Gillibrand, said recently that with the way things have changed and the Me Too movement, that President Bill Clinton should have resigned during the Monica Lewinsky scandal, and uh, he was asked about this, and here's how he responded: You have to really ignore what the context was then, <laughs> which I love. But you ignore know, the context. She's living in a different context, and she did it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So I, okay, uh, different context. But I just disagree with her oh, you disagree with her. That's shocking. He should have stayed in office or, or, or Senator Gillibrand saying he should have resigned.
3: Yeah, Aaron, I was 15 years old when that happened. I, I, okay. I was raised that when you screw up and you make a mistake, you say sorry, and if it's not good enough for... The person you're apologizing to, you keep saying sorry until they feel comfortable oh, uh, and you are so recognizing you, that you made a mistake. Them with I, I think the most important thing we can do for the Me Too movement, though, is make sure that every woman in America is protected at her workplace. And it's not only people in powerful positions. There's a lot of women who work for powerful people who are not regarded as powerful to the media, but they have yes. to deal with harassment and discrimination every day. And we should move mm. quickly in Congress in a bipartisan way to protect those individuals.
1: But the bottom line is you're saying he should apologize, and he should apologize directly okay. to her, but you're not weighing in on the resignation.
3: I, it, again, I was 15. Was 15. I, I don't Gosh. I don't think going he backwards helps this movement, uh, especially right. going back into the What's 90s. I think do? women deserve to baby. be protected. Women should be protected in the workplaces today, and that's the most important part of this movement.
2: I was 15. We were, I can't have an opinion he, on it. He
1: can't. How's, who's he to say he was 15? I mean, think about it. Jason, I was not even born when the Nazis were killing all the Jews. I I can't really say whether or not if that was morally wrong. I wasn't here. I didn't. I didn't exist yet.
2: I was not How conceived. How are you supposed to have
1: yeah. an opinion?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, on the
1: morality of something if you were just
2: a mere baby. And in other news, let's get the Parkland students in to tell us what we should do about the Second Amendment. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> Shut up. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. So, I, d- I mean, you know, we are kind of seeing this shift that a lot of the, the Democrats, I feel, are turning on the Clintons. They're like... Yeah, we're just going to back away slowly because we don't really want anything to do with them anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, but w- there are some that are still hanging on.
2: Infuriating. The, I'm just like the, my first thought in seeing all this. Is Clinton was on with Colbert. Colbert, I think that was last night. He was grilling him hard. Mm-hmm. All of these interviews. Yeah. Where the heck? Were you yeah. back when all this mattered? Right. Where were you? Yeah. Because you would not touch this. Right. You called it like a vast West Wing conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You completely like gave them a pass. Mm-hmm. Didn't even acknowledge, acknowledge some serious allegations of rape. Right. Wouldn't even acknowledge it. Yeah. In fact, it almost sounded, I mean, there was times, that now we're finding out that they knew about a lot of this information set on it purposely. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is ridiculous that only now do you have the balls
0: to stand up and actually question and pose some of these questions. This is ridiculous.
1: Yep. Yep. I know.
0: Hi, it's Doc Thompson to tell you about a wonderful book available in paperback and in stores for the first time. The List by legendary bestselling author J.A. Conrad. It plunges you into a twisted conspiracy that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. Ten strangers, each with a mysterious tattoo, a top secret past and connections to a famous historical figure. But that's not all they have in common. They're being hunted. Grab your copy of The List by J.A. Conrath at a local Walmart or bookseller. Visit jaconrath.com for more info.
2: Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag What I
0: Learned Today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.